Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. I hope you all had a great week, and we're going to start this episode off with some news that's been coming out of the NFL on regards of really, not really the NFL, but more media, and the reason why it relates to the NFL. If you haven't heard by now, Max Kellerman, uh, a part of First Take, is going to be getting let go from the show. Or from what I'm hearing, he's voluntarily stepping away of some sort. But the reason why this is relevant to really all sports, but especially football, Max Kellerman is someone who literally time after time has made ultra very very bad hot takes let's take for example when he said that tom brady was going to fall off a cliff and be a bum in short order after max kellerman had said that tom brady went on to after that throw an extra 153 touchdowns 41 interceptions 21,176 yards and has won three Super Bowls. One with a team, with a different team, because at that time, of course, Brady was with the Patriots. Now, everything I've heard is Max was fired. Some reports that, from what I've been seeing, some people that I've been hearing from in media have said, oh, he's stepping away. That's that's cute no he's got he got fired let's be honest here uh the reason why i feel like this is relevant news to sports media is mainly because we won't have to hear as many bad hot takes yes he was interesting i'm not gonna say that he was a terrible uh journalist or like anything like that I mean, I'm going to have some bad hot takes. I know I am. For all we know, this Carson Wentz hot take of mine that he's going to be a borderline top five uh, quarterback if he's healthy from week one to like week 17. That that could blow up in my face. As of right now, uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. But, that like... <laughs> Did anyone see Tom Brady falling off a cliff after Max Kellerman said that? I mean, if I recall correctly, he had just either like won a Super Bowl. I think it was after the 2016 season, if I recall correctly. So, I, I don't know. It's not just football that he's done this for. I mean, I want Iguodala. That, another terrible take nothing against Iguodala very good basketball player but he literally said that fate of the universe Martians are gonna blow up earth uh if someone doesn't make a shot he's taking Iguodala over Steph Curry and this is when Steph was like far and above like he still is far and above everyone else but like 
he was at like the very peak and it I just I'm sorry that you lost your jobs or your job max but at the same time it's so good for the sports industry that you are not going to be talking on such a prominent show like first take where you're going to be spreading these very hot takes because there are certain fans out there who and i'm gonna kind of take a shot at uh skip bayless a little bit too that believe everything you say and even with me don't believe everything i say don't do that you i want everyone to have their own opinion and everything but like i'm just trying to guide you to a factual uh guide you towards the facts and i'm not trying to like really take shots like i said max kellerman is still a a good sports analyst uh journalist all that the hot takes are just a little extreme for my taste i'm sure for a lot of people's taste uh but then also skip bayless skip bayless needs to kind of learn how to shut his mouth because listen skip the cowboys ain't going to the super bowl every year stop giving the cowboys this false sense of these fans a false sense of hope because there are certain cowboys fans there's certain fans who literally hang on every single word of yours and they, they believe what you say and I'm not saying like anyone that I know personally, but I hear it all the time that, oh, well, Skip Bayless thinks that the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course he does. He's a Cowboys fan. Now, I'm a Falcons fan based on all my teams, like based on all the teams in the NFL. I would prefer that the Falcons go to the Super Bowl, but I'm still logical. I don't think that they're going to make the Super Bowl this year. As you'll learn... I don't really think that they have a chance for the playoffs. I think they'll be better than last year. I think there's a slim possibility they make the playoffs and maybe make a run, but that is optimism from a fan. And that's why I want to encourage all the listeners to recognize, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, you might think because all these additions, the Patriots are going to be instant playoff contenders and everything and that's not guaranteed nothing's guaranteed in sports the chiefs could fall off a cliff the buccaneers could fall off a cliff all these high-end teams that went far the browns could fall off a cliff now i think that their floor is higher than some team ceiling definitely say i love the texans Nothing against the Texans. I think that they're not going to be that good of a team this year. But my whole thing is it is good that Max Kellerman doesn't have as loud of a voice now because of his hot takes that he's had. It is very, very nice to see. And quite frankly, hopefully they get someone in there that really knows sports. And not saying that Max didn't just won't be doing as hot of takes now with that being said i'm gonna get on to a, a little fun fact 
for Browns fans since we are going to be doing game predictions for the AFC North and the AFC East. Again, like I said, you don't need to take my predictions serious if you don't want to. If I mean, for all I know, you might be tuning out to this episode right now. But I do have some credibility. I had 182-73 and one record last year for NFL week-to-week game predictions. That led the nation. Now, my fun fact about the Browns, and it's not really a fun. I, it's actually a really sad fact, but it it's good to see that things are getting going in the upward trajectory. And that is, if Baker Mayfield plays week one, he will become the first Browns quarterback since Bernie Kosar to start three consecutive season openers. Now, some people will say that's sad that the Browns haven't had like a good enough quarterback, but now they, I think they have one of the best, better quarterbacks in the NFL right now in Baker Mayfield, personally. And I think that you can look at it in the negative light that's saying, oh, they, they've been bad so, for so many years and say, ha ha, especially if you're like a Ravens fan or a Steelers fan or a Bengals fan, even though the Bengals can't really talk. Uh, but on the other hand, you can look at the Browns and say, you know what, they're really trending upwards, especially with the team that they have, as you'll find out, like in my game predictions or my season predictions for the AFC North and the AFC East today. And we're about to start that right after this commercial break. Welcome back. This is the football. This is the football. This is the football news and knowledge podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Uh, as I said, we are going to be doing the NFL season-long game predictions for each team. Now, during the season, these will of course change. This is the preseason predictions for me. Um, we're going to start off with the AFC North and the team that I have. Leading the division for the AFC North is the Cleveland Browns. The Browns, I have them week one against the Chiefs at Kansas City, beating the Chiefs. Now, that, of course, is going to be a very hard game for them. But I don't think that the Chiefs have their offensive line really situated right now. They had Sign Kyle Long. He's going to be out for a little bit. Their their offensive line, even though with all these additions, it's still not in great shape. And even with certain players possibly coming back, it's not going to be an instant like oh they're they're just their normal selves. No, these players need a couple weeks to adjust to the new uh, schemes, the new team, how players work, and. That's a big reason why I have the Browns beating the Chiefs. Now, I'm just going to say this also in advance. With my predictions, I do each team on a single sheet. I list down the reasons why they will uh, beat this team. I don't do every team in, uh, like, I don't go from, like, oh, Brown I'm going to check the Browns predictions and then I'm going to go to the Chiefs. I did the Chiefs predictions probably 
three weeks later. For all we know, I have the Chiefs beating the Browns three weeks after I did these Browns predictions. With that being said, I've done multiple predictions throughout the offseason. And within the after, right before week one, I will be giving every team's final uh, season long game prediction, which is where I will essentially just say like, hey, I had the Browns beating the Chiefs three out of five times. So they get the favorite for the win. Now, I actually think I did six predictions through the offseason. So if it's a three out of three, I would give them a half a win. So there's going to be a chance that the Browns will, my for my final like predictions for the full season, when I announce those, the Browns might have 11 and a half wins. Now, that would not be, that for those people who gamble, if the line is at 11 and you want to side with mine and believe in me, then make that bet. Now, I'm not saying that's what the number is right now, so don't go rush into the computer to uh, make your bet. But that's why I'm just saying for right now, this isn't like my... 100% game predictions. This is the latest one based on how I've been feeling. And then right before week one is when I will announce every team's uh, like full prediction list. So with that being said, like I said, Browns win week one at Kansas City. Week two, they're home against the Houston Texans. I don't have the Texans doing good this season. I don't have them doing good at all. The Browns win that game. The Browns, and also this is the reason why that, that I have the Browns being the Chiefs. The Browns definitely have a better defense than last year. Now, it's definitely not the Buccaneers defense or the Rams defense, but they're definitely going to be a good defense this year. And with that offense getting OBJ back, having Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, that amazing offensive line, it team's going to be very scary. So, they start off 2-0. Then they face the Chicago Bears, which I have the Cleveland Browns beating the Chicago Bears. Moving on to week four, at Minnesota. I have them going into Minnesota and beating the Vikings. Now, with that said... The Vikings, I think, will be a rather solid team this year and a potential playoff team, uh, especially since it seems like they literally are in the playoffs every other year, and they missed the playoffs last year, so they should make it this year. If Based on that logic, I know that's not like factual, like, oh, this is going to happen, but I'm just saying I, I kind of believe in the Vikings to make the playoffs as like a wild card. Either way, I have the Browns beating the Vikings. Then week five, they go out to L.A. to face the Chargers. I have them losing against the Chargers. So to this point, then, they would be 4-1. and one. Week six, they face the Cardinals. As many of you know, I'm not high on the Cardinals this year. I believe that their offensive line was a huge issue last season, and they didn't really address it. 
And I know that there's certain people saying like, oh, well, Kyler Murray can run around, make plays. Yeah, but eventually he's going to get hit. And he's going to deal with some sort of injury, possibly. Which I don't hope happens, but I think it there's a potential for it happen, happening. That being said, they beat the Cardinals. Going on to week seven, the Denver Broncos. I have them beating the Denver Broncos. Week eight, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have them at home. Uh, I have them being the Steelers. The Steelers, I... I think are more on a downfall now. I don't really, yes, they have a good defense, but their secondary is old outside of Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, you know, Joe Hayden is, I believe he's 34, 35, maybe. Feels like he's been in the league for like 20 years, to be honest. But I don't see him really being able to keep up with a lot of these really fast wide receivers and he's never been a real man up man-to-man corner he's always been a very good zone coverage corner nothing wrong with that it's just the facts and he's made a great career out of that but anyway i have them beating the steelers week eight week nine at cincinnati i have them losing to the Bengals at cincinnati Bengals, joe burrow should be back and will be back I think that the Bengals showed a lot of grit at the end of last year, and I think that they will try to continue playing that way. Yes, they still have an offensive line issue, but I think that they're just going to be—it's going to be one of those games that the Bengals are able to pull off a close victory. Week ten at the Patriots. I also have the Browns losing to the Patriots. So they'll lose back-to-back games. Now, do I think the Patriots are going to be a, an amazing team this year? No. Do I think Bill Belichick knows how to stop like top-flight offenses and like slow them down? Yes. And I think that's what will happen. I think that it's going to be a like very... Like... Who, who can punch harder? Who who can hit the other team harder? And I would not want to get in any sort of fist fight if I was any team with the Patriots behind Bill Belichick only because Bill Belichick has been doing it for so many years. He knows what he's doing. And that's why I have the Patriots winning, winning in Week 10. Week 11 versus the Detroit Lions. Easy. Lions are losing that game. You can put $1,000 on that game right now. I don't care if Baker Mayfield's not even playing. The Browns are winning that game. Week 12 at the Ravens. Now, Ravens fans, you guys might be a little upset about me about this. I have the Cleveland Browns going in to Baltimore and winning. Now, the reason for this is Baltimore, great team. Very good defensive-driven team. Lamar Jackson's a great quarterback. But their defensive line is very old. And down the line last year, they dealt with injuries. And I think that might happen again this year just because of age and the wear and tear on these defensive players' bodies like Derek Wolf. 
Calais Campbell, I mean, Brandon Williams, very good nose tackle, but came out of the 2013 draft, eighth, eighth season in the league. Uh, Pernell McPhee, still very dominant player, but an older player, like I said. Their linebackers, their corners, very young, very good, but you need to be able to beat the Browns up front if you want to win. And I don't think that by that time the Ravens will be have a dominant defensive line. I think that they'll probably start off very hot, but I can't see them beating the uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns. And with any season, there's going to be injuries for each team. Now, of course, there's going to be injuries for the Browns as well, but it's also going to happen for the Ravens. So with that being said, I do have the Browns winning that game in uh, Baltimore. Then week 13 is the bye week. Week 14, they face Baltimore again. And quite frankly, I think Cleveland's going to win that game as well. I think that they're going to go back-to-back beating the Ravens. Same reasons, plus the fact that the Browns will be off of a bye week at home, be playing with probably players who were maybe a little banged up, are probably now healthy because of the bye week. Week 15 against the Raiders. I have them beating the Raiders. Raiders have not shown me anything over the past couple of years that makes me think this is a team that's playoff contenders or high playoff contenders are going to be a dominant team. So especially with them literally not having anyone from their offensive line from two or three seasons ago, like that's not a good, that, that's not good. Week 16 at Green Bay. Now, this is also going to drop some controversy, especially from people in my area. The Browns are going to win that game. Just too much firepower on offense that I believe the Packers won't be able to handle with how good the Browns' offensive line is, their running game, their wide receivers, Baker Mayfield. I mean, Packers don't have a bad defensive line by any means, but the Browns, I think, are going to run rampant all over the Packers. They won't really have to throw the ball that much. And if they do, I think they'll be successful. So, I think that they are going to win against the Green Bay Packers. Week 17, again at Pittsburgh, I have the Browns losing in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a very hard place to play. I also think by that time, the Browns will have secured a playoff spot, be kind of probably still be contenders for the AFC, uh, for the first seed in the AFC. But I could see that the Steelers may be upset, making a playoff run as well, probably needing the game more. And that's why I could see them beating the Browns at home and then week 18 what a new thing to say week 18 i have the browns beating the Bengals at home the browns final regular season record being 13 and 4 
with their most pivotal games, their statement games, being week six against the Cardinals, week 12 and 14 against the, the Ravens, and then week 16. They win those four games, like I predict, which all those are going to be close games, but I think those games are going to be the, the games that they still win. Those are going to be the games where the Browns say, hey, we're the Cleveland Browns. We don't care who the hell you are. We're going to destroy you, and we're going to do it with a smile on our face. And if they're able to do that, I think that they're going to be very, very serious contenders for the Super Bowl this year. Now, when we return, we'll be talking about our next team. In the AFC North after this break. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. And now we are on to the team that I feel will take second place in the AFC North. That team being the... Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens I have at week one at Las Vegas Raiders, which is weird to say. I'm so used to saying Oakland. Sorry about that, Las Vegas, but still feels like the Oakland Raiders. That being said, I do have them going to Las Vegas and beating beating the Raiders. The Ravens have a really good defense, especially at the start of the year with all the veteran players being healthy, younger, er, and then the young secondary linebackers. I think they're going to fare very well against the Raiders offense, which is really their strong suit of their team. So I think that's going to be a win for the Ravens. Week two against the Kansas City Chiefs. I have them losing to the Chiefs at home as their home opener. Uh, in large part due to the fact that the Ravens start the season off flying across the country to Las Vegas. And then they have to fly back home for week two. So back across the country against Kansas City, who's arguably going to be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. I just don't really see the Ravens being able to win this game, even as their home opener. I'm sure that that team's going to be rocking. I'm sure that the, I mean, there was no fans in Baltimore last year. That stadium's going to be packed. It's going to be a close game, but I do think the Chiefs will pull it out. Week three at Detroit, that's a win. Not going to go much further into that. Week 4 at Denver. I I do have them being the Broncos. While I do think the Broncos will be a very solid team this year, I just don't see the Broncos being able to hold it out and win that game, especially with their quarterback situation. I mean, Drew Locke looked very good in preseason week 1. He's got all of his weapons back. But then again, Teddy Bridgewater's there. And Teddy Bridgewater, while I like him, 
he's not winning you any games. He's going to be the quarterback that keeps you in the games and helps you win, but like he's not going to be the one winning you the game. So for that reason, I have the Ravens beating the Broncos in week four. Week five against the Colts. I have the Ravens beating the Colts. As we know, I am very high on the Colts. I just, I think that Lamar Jackson's going to be too much for that Colts defense. And quite frankly, I think that they're going to be able to make some big plays against the Colts. Week six uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers. Even though the Chargers are going across country, I do have the Chargers winning. I think Justin Herbert's going to, like really cement himself as a like a very talented quarterback probably like the best quarterback uh for the chargers in the past 10 years and that's saying a lot since philip rivers was a very good quarterback for that team i just i i I think the chargers gonna win that game even though they have to fly across 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 country um yeah chargers win in week six week seven against the Bengals. i have the i have the uh ravens winning winning and winning easily yet again this is probably around the time that the ravens defensive line will kind of start showing some wear and tear uh not a lot but i <laughs> They're just so they, they they're older. It's an older defensive line. I'm gonna be worried. I think that they're gonna be able to beat the Bengals still and their offensive line. They'll go into the bye week being, let's see, six and or five five and two, which is a great start for their season, of course. And then, of course, the bye week comes in week eight. Week nine, they face the Vikings. I think that they will be able to beat the Vikings coming out of the bye week. I think that they'll be able to win that game fairly easily, especially with the fact that their defensive line will probably be a little bit more youthful for that week since they had some time to rest. Week 10 at Miami. I do not have the Baltimore Ravens beating Miami in Week 10. Uh, the Miami Dolphins look like they could be a very good team this year, just like how they were last year. They were, Even though they didn't make the playoffs, they were still a very good team. Had one of the better defenses in the NFL. And Tua Tonga-Bailoa is looking legit thus far in the preseason. I know some people are saying, oh, he's not performing well because he threw one bad interception he's playing smarter at the quarterback position i believe that he will end up having a fairly good season as long as he is the quarterback for the dolphins this season for all we know the dolphins may trade for deshaun watson uh and if that happens then of course things change but with that i do have the dolphins being the ravens in week 11, I have the the Baltimore Ravens beating the Chicago Bears. Great offense versus a great defense, of course. Uh, 
or not great offense, a very solid to good offense in the Ravens facing a very good defense and the Bears. I just think that they'll be able to win with more, more, not, I don't want to say like brains, but just more experience. I think that they'll be able to finish that and or finish that game and like it'll be a close game because I by that time I think Justin Fields will be the quarterback for the Chicago Bears and he will be playing very well but I think that the Ravens will be able to just slightly uh pull away from the Chicago Bears and win that game. Week 12 versus the Cleveland Browns, I do have them losing to the Cleveland Browns. In week 12, I've already said my reasons why. Week 13, I have the them going to Pittsburgh and winning. I think Baltimore is just overall a better team than Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger, while having a little left in the tank by this time, I don't think we'll have that much left. And I think the Ravens are going to go in week 13 to Pittsburgh and win that game. Especially since they've always, those two teams have always played each other really hard. I just think that they'll be able to notch that one away from the uh, the Steelers. Week 14, going to Cleveland. They're going to play a very physical game week 13 against the Steelers. I don't have them even on their schedule beating the Browns. So, as I, you've heard twice today, I do have the Browns winning those games so already you can tell in my predictions for the season it's favoring the browns week 15 against the packers i think the packers are going to win that game by this time i think that the defensive line for the ravens will be kind of beat up aaron Rodgers is going to shred defensive backs and just defense in general I think that the Packers will be able to go into Baltimore and win that game. At Cincinnati for week since week 16, I believe that they are able to go into Cincinnati and win that game. Uh, like I said, injuries and stuff happening. The Bengals don't have a good offensive line by this time. We could potentially see Joe Burrow have his second injury. I hope to God that doesn't happen. But Ravens have the favorite for me. Week 17 against the Rams. I have them losing against the Rams. Rams are definitely going to be one of the better NFC teams this year. Week 18 versus the Steelers. Again, they beat the Steelers, bringing the Ravens record to 10-7, which is good enough to be second for the AFC North. Now... The reason why I have them, of course, being the Steelers again is age of the quarterback position for the Steelers that Ben Roethlisberger is probably going to be a little beat down. The Steelers don't have a good offensive line. Matter of fact, I would say it's probably at the lower end of offensive lines in the NFL heading into this year. Now, yeah, they have Najee Harris, but I mean, I'm not saying that he's the same person as James Conner, but 
James Conner couldn't really run behind that offensive line last year. Who says Najee Harris is going to be able to do even better? At least James Conner had a track record of playing well enough to be considered a starting running back in the NFL. With that being said, after this commercial break, we will be talking about the team that takes third in the AFC North, according to my predictions, when we return after this. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Now, I've already said the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. And with that, I am going to lead into the number three seed in the AFC North. That team being, and I know that there's this is going to upset a lot of fans for a specific organization. That team being the Cincinnati Bengals. Now calm down, Steelers fans. Hear me out. Hear me out. You well, you will hear me out a little bit more during your once I do your game predictions. But then again, remember, these are just predictions. These are my final predictions before I do all the adjusted like half game, full game wins for each team. The Cincinnati Bengals against the Minnesota Vikings, week one, loss. Joe Burrow's first game back uh, probably will not go as planned and probably will fall just short to the Vikings. Week two at Chicago. I have the Bengals losing week two as well, mainly because I do believe that Andy Dalton will start week one for the Bears, and that he will be benched after a bad game against the Rams. With that, if Andy Dalton's playing Week 2, I think that the Bengals probably win this game. But I think that Justin Fields will probably start Week 2 and tear up the Bengals. Week 3 at the Steelers. Steelers are going to be good at the start of the season. I have the Steelers beating the Bengals. So the Bengals start off 0-3. It doesn't look good for the Bengals. Week 4 against the Jaguars. I have the Bengals beating the Jaguars. Now, for all those people who gave me crap for having Trevor Lawrence be the second quarterback heading into the draft, had him below Zach Wilson... I can tell you this, if you watch the, the preseason game from the Jets and the Jaguars, those two games, Zach Wilson made more NFL throws, had better mechanics, made better plays, like NFL plays, more, more times than Trevor Lawrence did. So I don't regret that for a second. Do I think Trevor Lawrence is a bust? No. I think Trevor Lawrence will end up being a very solid quarterback. I see that the Bengals beating the Jaguars. Week 5, I I don't see any chance in hell that the Packers lose to the Bengals, even though the Bengals have played the Packers fairly hard in the past. I just don't see it. Week 6 at Detroit, 
Bengals are winning that game. Bengals, Joe Burrow versus, uh, versus um, Jared Goff. I'd taken Joe Burrow all day. Week 7 at Baltimore. Baltimore's winning this game. Cincinnati, sorry. You're not, you're not in the playoff picture yet, if you haven't found that out. Hate to break it to you, but it's true. Week 8 against the Jets. I have the Bengals beating the Jets. And this being a close game, mainly because I do think by this time, Zach Wilson will be kind of thriving. And it'll almost be a shootout. Week 9 against the Browns. I have the Bengals losing to the Browns. So, at, and as you've heard already from earlier on the podcast, the Browns just are a more electric, more well-built machine at the, this time. So, to start the season, for the first 10 weeks, because week 10 is the bye, the Bengals will be... Three and six. Not a great start, but this almost, I feel like, is Joe Burrow's true rookie season because the fact that he got injured last year. I think this year he'll stay healthy because I think he's become smarter with his body. And, yeah. With that being said, week 10 is the bye week. Week 11 at the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that the Bengals could win this game. I, I think I am have them as winning the game in my most recent predictions. But this is going to be a very close game. It, it's going to go either way. I'm not trying to like crap on any teams when I do my predictions. I just want everyone to know that. Uh, Raiders fans, I think that you can easily win this game as well. It... It will, will really depend on injuries. The Raiders play teams hard. They really do. Especially, uh, like, especially, really, it's not really that they play them hard. They kind of match that team. Last year, the Chiefs, they matched the Chiefs pound for pound and beat them in their first matchup. Cost me, uh, if, if the Chiefs would have won that game, I would have won over $800. So... Wasn't happy about that being said, the Raiders match their team. If they're it's a good team, they'll go pound for pound. If they're a bad team, they'll go pound for pound. But they won't really go above and beyond ever. So, against the Raiders, I do have the Bengals just squeaking by winning that game. Week 12 against the Steelers. I have the Bengals beating the Steelers at home. You know, the... Steelers last year lost to the Bengals, and quite frankly, it seems like Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be dancing a lot again. So, it's probably going to piss off the Bengals again. I think the Bengals will be able to win, especially if they have Joe Burrow. I mean, they they won last year without Joe Burrow at quarterback. So, I think they'll be able to beat the Steelers at home. Week 13, I have the Bengals losing. I think that Justin Herbert will be able to destroy that Bengals defense, especially with his weapons that he has. Week 14, the San Francisco 49ers. 
I have the... Wow, really? Hmm. Well, in my latest predictions, I do have the Bengals beating the 49ers, which is actually kind of shocking to me. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, for those who don't know, I have the 49ers being a very good team again this year. They had so many injuries last year. I think they will bounce back and be a very good team. But I have the Bengals beating the. 49ers on I can't <laughs> if I'm being honest I can't really tell you why um week 15 at Denver I have the Bengals beating the Broncos uh gonna be a hard game gonna be a close game just I think they'll be like squeak by just because Joe Burrow by this time if he's stayed healthy this season is going to know his offensive line he's gonna know the limitations of the offense and he's gonna know how to really make plays so that is why i think he'll be able to beat the broncos week 16 against the ravens i think that the Bengals will be able to squeak it by by against the ravens now i know this is contradicting because literally i if i recall correctly i just said how the ravens were going to beat the Bengals in their game predictions remember these predictions are done days apart from one another and things change information changes and that's why i do the end or the right before the season final predictions with like the half games all that that being said i think they will beat the ravens in week 16 week 17 against the chiefs i think they're losing the chiefs are going to be one of the better teams in the afc again this year and then week 18 against the browns or at the Cleveland I think that the Browns are going to win that game as well and some people might be saying you know why won't the Browns rest their stars I believe that I have the in most of my predictions I have the Browns playing their stars because they're going to be fighting for the first seed in the AFC uh, and that's why I have the Browns beating the Bengals so that is your Cincinnati Bengals 2021 regular season uh, schedule predictions. Their record, according to my predictions, would be 8-9, and nine, which is definitely not playoff worthy, but it, it's going to be a good start. It's going to show promise for the Bengals in the future. And for Joe Burrow's career, I think Joe Burrow will play very well this year, just like how he played very well to the start of the season last year before he got injured. So it's definitely a good thing for the Bengals. Don't take this as a negative Bengals fans. Your team's looking on the up and up. Like I said, even with the Browns stat from earlier with Baker Mayfield starting three consecutive seasons. You can look at it one way and say that you missed the playoffs, or you might miss the playoffs. According to me, you'll miss the playoffs. But then you can look at it on the other hand and say, hey, we got eight wins. Let's go draft some players, or let's go sign some players. We're going to be playoff contenders next year. And potentially, for all we know, depending on what happens, you could be Super Bowl contenders next year. Uh, with that being said, 
when we return, we will be going into the final AFC North team, a.k.a. the fourth place Steelers for my latest 2021 NFL game predictions or season predictions when we return after this. Welcome back. This is the Football News and Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bell. Now, as Steelers fans, as fans of football know by now, I have the Steelers now placing fourth in the AFC North. And before I get into the predictions, I'd just like to say a couple of reasons why their offensive line has gotten worse from last year. Now, their offensive line last year was not good. Ben Roethlisberger is a year older. It's number two. Number three, their defense, their secondary is a year older. So not helping. Uh, While they're still a good secondary, the only person who's really young on that secondary who's, uh, I'd say, elite at this moment is Minka Fitzpatrick. And another reason is, yeah, they have TJ Watt, but... T.J. Watt's uh, sack production kind of dipped a little bit, when, and like pass rush uh, production dipped a bit during when Bud Dupree left the season with his injury. So that's a big loss, of course. Bud Dupree is a very, very good pass rusher, but I, I can't have them doing as good as they did last year, of course. Which last year I had them being one of the best teams in the NFL. I actually got their record spot on last year. Uh, not game for game, but most, I think I only got like two games wrong. I think that they, or one game wrong. I think that they were, I had them predicting to, uh, to straight up just beat out the Bengals for the year. And of course that didn't happen. But with that being said, we're going to start off week one at the Buffalo Bills. Loss for the Steelers. Bills are Super Bowl contenders. Steelers aren't that in that same window. If they are, they're like on, they're like 10 feet away from the doorway compared to the Bills who are like two steps away from that doorway. Like they're, they're they have their hand on the doorknob right now while the uh, Steelers have are 10 feet away. Week two, I have the Steelers beating the Raiders. It's uh, just their defense against the Raiders offense, which I, like I said, I would much rather have the Steelers defense than the Raiders offense. Nothing against the Raiders offense. I just think the Steelers will be able to pull this one out. Week three against the Bengals. I have the Steelers beating the Bengals, uh, mainly because Bengals offensive line. It's at home for the Steelers, so that it's it's just something. Uh, uh, the first divisional game of 2021 with all the fans back. I think it's going to be very loud, and I think that the Bengals are going to struggle in that game. Week four. And, like, when I'm saying, like, I know that, like, I'm just saying, I may have had the Bengals 
uh, in my last prediction, beating the Steelers in week three. I don't think I did, if I recall correctly, but if that happens, it's literally because these predictions are done days apart from one another, because there's a lot of information that goes into these predictions. So wait until like the final uh, predictions with all the half games, the full games, the wins, the losses that I'm going to do before the season starts, like the week before for each team. Those are the ones that will be the most accurate for me personally. With that being said, week four, Packers and Green Bay, Packers are winning that game. Uh, I just think that the Packers are going to be able to do whatever they want to the Steelers. The Packers are still in that Super Bowl window. While I still think that they are like five feet away from the door because they haven't really made too many improvements, they are still in that Super Bowl window. Week 5 versus the Broncos. I have the Steelers beating the Broncos at home. Um, and a lot of these games, I've been having the Broncos lose. Broncos fans just saying, that's wait, like I said, wait till all the half games. Let's see how it goes. But the Broncos, I believe, have the potential to be a good team. I just... Their quarterback situation scares me. It's one of the scarier quarterback situations in the NFL. Even though I personally think Drew Locke should be the quarterback, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, with the Steelers, I think they'll be able to make a lot of plays against the Broncos. And quite frankly, I think by that time, that's probably around the time that Najee Harris, if he does blow up will be like really really blowing up around like anywhere between week five to week 10 is when he'll probably like start really blowing up like i wouldn't be don't be shocked if like week five is when Najee harris just has this monster game and then he continues it in week six even though they or and that in week six they beat the seattle seahawks because, in large part, too, Najee Harris running rampant. I think that week five, it'll start. Week six, it'll continue against the Seahawks. Bad defensive line. Uh, I I just think it's going to be a very good game for Najee Harris. And it's going to be kind of a point where we're going to be saying, okay, maybe the Steelers are Super Bowl contenders. And then in week seven... Heading into their bye, they will be 4-2. and two. And at this point is probably when Steelers fans, and I'm begging you Steelers fans, don't do this. Don't make this mistake. We'll be saying, yeah, we're going to be, or we're going to be major Super Bowl contenders. I don't think so because in week eight, after the pre, or after the bye week, you're going to go into Cleveland and you're going to lose. Uh, the Browns are just, all around a better team, in my opinion, over the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers may have a better, slightly better defense at the time, but I think that the Browns have more depth in their defense than the Steelers do. More quality depth, I should say. So, Browns win week eight. 
So then week nine, the Steelers face the Bears. And this is a game where I think that the Steelers will win. Uh, and it'll be because they'll show some complicated defensive schemes against Justin Fields and that Bears offense. And they'll be able to exploit the rookie a little bit for his newness into the league and be able to confuse him. And that's a big reason why they will win. Week 10 versus the Detroit Lions. I'm not going to go too extensive into this. Steelers win this. Uh, I don't think those Lions are going to be doing too much uh, kneecap biting this season. Sorry, Lions fans. Then week 11 at the Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Steelers losing to the Chargers. Just a better quarterback. More, I, I, right now I would say Justin Herbert's a better quarterback heading at the end of last season than Ben Roethlisberger was during the entire length of the season. And I like the Chargers as a whole better. I think that they're a more well-equipped team to win big games like that. Week 12 against the Bengals at Cincinnati. The Bengals are going to win this game uh, just like last year. I think this is kind of where the collapse will really start. For the Steelers and everyone will be saying, whoa, what's going on with the Steelers now? Because when it comes to week 12, the Cincinnati Bank or the Steelers will have only lost, let's see, two, four games. So they would be seven and four. And I think this is where people kind of start saying, you know, Steelers need to get on their A game. And otherwise, they're going to lose their chance to make it to the playoffs. And that's where week 13 comes in. They will beat the Ravens at home. Now, if they do beat the Ravens at home, week 13 is going to be a nail biter. And it's going to be a desperation game because Steelers fans and Steelers players will start hearing the noise that hey you're seven and four you you're in the playoff picture but like you need to be doing more so they will beat the baltimore ravens at home making them eight and four then week 14 this is where it gets bad week 14 the They'll go to Minnesota. Now, they are going to lose to Minnesota. I believe that the Minnesota Vikings will be able to play harder, faster, and stronger all around. Plus, the Steelers can't really afford to have any injuries, I don't think, especially on their defense. Uh, and injuries happen. And by that time, I feel like there will be either someone that's injured or dealing with a nagging injury to the point where the Steelers are just going to lose. Then week 15 against the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans win this game. Titans, I think, are closer to 
the Super Bowl or in a Super Bowl window right now with Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, AJ Brown, the the very solid offensive line, and Ryan Tannehill. Revamped defense. I think it's going to be kind of a kind kind of a bad game for the Steelers. And this is where people will really start kind of getting scared, like, oh no, the Steelers aren't gonna make the playoffs potentially. And then it comes week 15 or week 16 at Kansas City. This is where the Steelers are going to be very desperate, but it's not going to matter. And the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the Steelers. Better team. Just Chiefs are going to come out on top. Week 17 against the Browns. The Browns are going to beat the Steelers as well. Then week 18 at Baltimore. The Ravens will be in the playoff picture to be trying to move up uh, spots for wild card or for will want the game more because they won't want to drop in the wild card standings. So they are going to play slightly harder and come out on top over the Steelers. And I said eight win the Steelers would have eight wins when I'm recounting right now. It's only seven wins. The Steelers will go seven and eleven according to my latest predictions. And they will lose out their final five games, which for Steelers fans You'll probably be upset with Mike Tomlin, and I'm telling you right now, Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in football, so do not be upset with him. The team is old, the team has issues, and they need to adjust and rethink things. They need to draft better, and they need to let players walk. I don't think they should have brought back Juju Smith-Schuster this year, but they did, especially with the distraction that he was last year. With that being said, that is your AFC North uh, standings for the 2021 season. It goes Browns as the number one seed in the AFC North, the Ravens as the number two seed, the Bengals at the three and the Steelers at the four. Browns thirteen and four. Ravens ten and seven. Bengals eight and nine. Steelers seven and eleven. Or seven and ten. My bad. <laughs> With that being said, um, <clears throat> that is the end of the AFC North predictions i am going to go ahead and start a brand new episode for the afc east just so that way if say you're an afc east fan or if you're strictly an afc north fan you've heard yours and you don't want to hear the afc east that's fine you don't have to listen to it but if you're an afc east fan go ahead go listen to the next podcast or if you're even an afc north fan please listen to the podcast doesn't matter what division you're in it's good to know what uh, people and media's opinion on these uh, teams are and where the predictions are ranking them. 
Like I said, my name is Joshua Bell. As you well know by now, I have told you and have proof of a 182-73-1 season. I am very good at predicting the NFL games. And with that said, we're going to head over to the next episode. Uh, please join us over there. If not, I hope you guys have a great weekend. And we will see you again on Tuesday. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. And again, have a great weekend. Bye-bye.